Chapter 8 An Andalite may think that humans are simple, open, trusting creatures, but they are more subtle than they seem to be at first. Possibly this is because of their spoken language, where no word ever means just one thing. From the Earth Diary of Eximile Escaruth Isthal My day at the human school ended with the removal of the teacher who had been a controller. Prince Jake went home. I went back to the woods and gratefully resumed my true shape. But I spent a very bad afternoon and night. I realized that Prince Jake and the humans could never be true shorms. I knew there was a wall between me and them. But they were all I had. Without them, I was utterly alone. And Prince Jake's anger and suspicion had hurt me. It is a terribly lonely thing to be a billion earth miles from every living member of your own people. The next day, Marco invited me to hang out with him. This was a surprise. Marco has never been very friendly, unlike Cassie and Tobias and Prince Jake. Rachel, too, has never seemed to take to me. I morphed into my human body and met Marco at the edge of the woods. So, she said, you want to be Pinocchio, huh? What? Pinocchio was a little boy carved out of wood. He wanted to be a real, live human. I do not want to be a human. I merely wish to study them. Marco smiled. What a coincidence! And I want to study Andalites. It took several minutes for me to understand what he was saying. Oh, Prince Jake asked you to press me for information. Jake was a little ticked off that you didn't tell us everything you know, Marco said. Rachel was even more ticked. Come on, we have to catch the bus. You want to learn about humans, right? I thought I'd take you to a bookstore. Smart as you are, you can learn to read English. Bookstore? Book store? Yeah, books. Fiction. History. A hundred thousand books all about the human race. And you get to choose any of them you want. We have no secrets, unlike certain species I could mention who don't even tell us a little thing like how they eat with no mouth. I see. You open your society to me. Society. Tea. And you want me to do the same in return. I told Jake I could cleverly weasel all the information out of you, but he said, No, Axe is a friend. Show him we have nothing to hide. Maybe he'll finally decide to trust us. I felt a pang of guilt. They were treating me with trust. They had never done anything to hurt me. On the contrary, they had been wonderful to me. Good in every way. I have reasons for keeping secrets, I said. Marco nodded. Yeah, we know. Rachel says you probably aren't allowed to interfere with primitive races like humans. I was surprised. It was very close to the truth. At first, I did not know what to say. Marco smiled a cold smile and nodded his head. So that is it, right. Kind of too late for that attitude, isn't it? After all, the Yerks are interfering with us like crazy. I had no answer to give. But as I looked around at the street, at all the humans in their cars, and all the humans lurching along on two legs, it occurred to me just how defenseless I would be without Prince Jake and Marco and the others. We had reached the bus stop. Suddenly, Marco slapped his pants. Oh, man. I left my money at home. We all pitched in for your book fund. I left it on my desk. Come on. Where are we going? Ing. Ing-yang-ing. That is a very satisfying sound. Yeah, everybody loves a good ing. We have to run over to my house. Don't worry, it's just around the corner. 
Marco led me down the street. There were houses on both sides. Big, boxy structures with transparent rectangles here and there. That is Prince Jake's house, I said. I had spent time in Prince Jake's house. No, it's just the same model as his house. This is a subdivision. There are only like five different models of houses. They all look alike. Welcome to the suburbs. But it beats the place I used to live in. He was correct. There were only five types of house. Although some had more grass and some had less. Also, some houses were decorated with items that had been left on the grass. What is that decoration? I asked. Marco followed the direction of my gaze. Then he rolled his eyes upward. That's a big wheel. It is very attractive, very colorful. Uh Uh-huh. I'd love to tell you how it works, but it's the very height of human technology, so it's secret. Primitive races could get hold of big wheels, and then who knows what might happen. I'm still learning about human mouth sounds, but I'm very sure Marco's sound was sarcasm. There's my house. My dad is home, working. He sprained his ankle, so he's using his home computer. Don't be weird, okay? No, I will not be weird. 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 I will act like a normal human. You act like a normal human, and you'll win an Oscar, Marco said. He led the way up to his house and opened the door. Okay, look, you wait right there by that table. Don't go anywhere. If my dad comes in and talks to you, just say yes and no. Got it? Yes and no answers only. I'll run up to my room. I'm going to call one of the others to meet us at the bookstore. You're already driving me nuts. I stood by the table. There was a primitive computer on the table. It even had a solid, two-dimensional screen. And a keyboard. An actual keyboard. I touched the keyboard. It was amazing. And the computers once had keyboards, too. Although ours were very different. And it had been centuries since we'd used them. On the screen of the computer was a game. The object of the game was to spot the errors in the primitive symbolic language and correct them. Of course, before I could play, I had to make sense of the system. But that was simple enough. Once I understood the system, it was easy to spot the errors. I quickly rewrote it to make sense out of it. I win, I said to myself. Hello? I turned around. It was an older human. He was paler than Marco, but other features were similar. Marco had warned me to say nothing to his father but yes and no. No, I said to Marco's father. I'm Marco's dad. Are you a friend of his? Yes. What's your name? No, I answered. Your name is No? Yes. That's an unusual name, isn't it? No. It's not? Yes. Yes, it's not an unusual name? No. Now I'm totally confused. Yes. Marco's father stared at me. Then, in a loud voice, he yelled, Hey, Marco? Marco, would you... Um, your friend is here? Your friend, no, is here? No, I said. Yes, that's what I said. Marco came running down the stairs. Whoa! He cried. Um, Dad! You met my friend? No, Marco's father said. What? Marco asked. Marco's father shook his head. I must be getting old. I don't understand you kids. Yes, I offered. After that, we went to the bookstore.